Good evening, Monadnock Region, and welcome to Go Mo Tonight, the Monadnock Region's only locally focused, local interest comedy podcast. I'm here in the Space Lounge as your host, Christy Loretto, with my fabulous co-hosts. Zoe Roten-Heinzman. And Sam Abbott. And if we all look a little extra fine today, it's because we are still in our garb, those of you who haven't seen, from tonight's first annual, and perhaps even more than once a year, dare I say it, Peterborough Parlay Debate and Salon, which we held in conjunction with the Peterborough Town Library, uh, uh, featuring a couple of candidates from the planning board race, couple candidates from the budget committee race, our esteemed select board member incumbent running unopposed, Bill Taylor, friend of the pod. And um, what a time. What a time. Packed room, packed house. It, it was What do you guys think? Couldn't have done it without Sam with his paddles. Sam did a great time. job. Sam was in the audience holding up yellow and red for like if they were in time. And, you know, there were several reds. There were like multiple times the red. We never cut anybody off. But it never got egregious. You know, it never got egregious. And like, as I was saying to these guys, like if we truly had run up against a time wall, um, if someone, if any one of these four guys was just abusing it, you know what I mean? And just, Talking for five minutes, I definitely would have stepped in. And also, I think if it was a different uh, structure, if we had a third race we were trying to cover, if we had um, six candidates instead of four, anything like that, I probably would have been inclined to be a little more strict. But nonetheless, Sam did a great job keeping the time diligently throughout the entire debate. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Good times. But yeah, I thought that, so we had, um, we had Blair Weiss, Carl Staley running for planning board, two out of the three, not including Josh Blair. Um, and then on the budget side, we had two out of the four. So river, Mar young river, river Marmerstein and not to be ageist, uh, but I'm not a moderator anymore. So I can say what I want. Um, and, Andrew um, Andrew Osterman, of course, uh, another friend of the pod. Um, and, um, <laughs> 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 but uh, man and i realized like and if you, if any of you who were at the at the event tonight are listening um or, or i mean candidates if any of the candidates are listening to this you might laugh because you know we're like two questions in and i'm like oh i'm like shit i'm like we brought a bunch of really hard questions here like <laughs> like we're really, we're making these guys work for it you know but actually everyone did i was saying to to these two off the air um, but I don't mind saying it publicly. Um, I thought everyone did honestly a very good job. Like there is no one who was on the stage tonight that like based on their performance, I was like, I was like, yeah, they sucked. Like I can't, like I wouldn't vote for them. Like, you know, like, no, I mean like everybody held their own. And like, e I also felt that like, even the times when there was a couple of times when um, someone just like truly didn't know the answer to a question, I appreciated it that they just said it. They're like, yeah. I, I, I do not know. I do not know about that. Um, and that's, you know, you don't get that um, in, in a, in a candidates debate very often, you know what I mean? Like, but it was, you know, it, it was honest and it was typically on things where you wouldn't blame them. 
you'd be like, well, yeah, I mean, right. who, who really fucking does know about that? You know, like, it's like, you know, no, like no big deal. Um, and, and like I was saying earlier, the, the thing about those tough questions, it's like, we're not, we're not trying to trap anybody. We're not trying to like make anybody look stupid is they're tough questions. Oh, no. because there's, yeah, tough, yeah, no. there's tough things to grapple with. And I think that all those people are like up to the challenge of grappling with it. A hundred percent. Yeah. These weren't gotchas. Like these were like, n- none of this was um, like, ha ha ha, <laughs> you know, it, they, they were just um, complex questions um, that got to the heart of a lot of, um, you know, what the pressing issues. Um, because we're good debate moderators and that's what we wanted to, that's what we, that's what the people of the town needs to hear about, you know? So we have, um, for those of you who weren't there and would like to see it, uh, the video, we, we did put it live on our Facebook page and I'm going to upload it to YouTube in the morning. So by the time this episode comes out, we'll have a YouTube link, uh, in the show notes that you can go to, but who knows, like if it's, um, if we had more time before town meeting, I would say like, maybe we should just take the, um, rip the audio from the video and like release it as a podcast special episode as well. But like, I don't know. It's, it's over an hour. There's only a couple days left. We, we wouldn't have time to have Chad edit it. Poor Chad is, is doing a lot of business travel right now. Um, so something to think about for future elections though. And I, and I also think like somebody suggested after it was over, like, you know, like this would be a really cool thing to do like a few times a year and make it issue based and not necessarily ele- election centric um, to, to get people talking about these things. Um, and I completely agree. So if we do that at any other point this year, if we do another one of these, we'll definitely plan to like take the audio and put it right onto um, the podcast, you know, um, because it's, it's just in everybody's interest, I think the public but multiple video options at least Mm -hmm. exactly exactly the yes no the 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 world is yours everybody um and uh one thing i did think was funny though is that um you know so the purpose of the the planning board is to you know essentially turn the, the town's master plan into into reality, you know, through zoning ordinances and and consultations on development proposals and things like that. Right. But nobody has read the master plan, you know, Um, because that was one, that was one of my questions to the planning board thing. And and I'll be honest, I ran for planning board last year and I have not read the entire master plan. However, Ahead of the candidates forum that took place last year, I did kind of cram. Like I read a, f- I mean, it's, it's, you know, a hundred and a couple hundred pages. It's a big document um, with a lot of super in-depth information in it. But I crammed like a couple chapters. I was like, I got to know some of this in case they, they didn't ask any questions about it though. But I was like, they're going to ask. I'm like, I'm running for this goddamn board where I have to, no, I have to do something with this master plan. And so I better know what's in it. And so I did it. I did at least do that. But I think it's like safe to say that like almost nobody candidates or public has read the full thing. Um, I, I was wondering if that question came out of your race last year. I was wondering well, if you had, if you had read the master plan or had prepared in that way. 
It, it so it it didn't directly come out of that. Where it came from was the candidate profile questions, because um, I believe both Carl and um, Blair answered um, in my because I one of my questions that I put to them in the candidates profile, which which are also published on GoManadnock.com, include some of them in the show notes as well. In fact, I don't know if you guys know this, but I I think I've missed a couple, so I got to go back and do it. But I've been um, putting a town meeting tag on all of these so that we can put one link in the show notes that gives you all of our town meeting resources that we've put out there. But one of the questions that we posed to the planning board candidates in that was like, what, what do you see as the role of the planning board in, in New Hampshire, Peterborough? And like, is the current planning board doing that? You know? And I think both of them just gave kind of the straight answer or something to that effect, which is the, you know, the, the actual definition, which is that we, you know, we take the master plan of the town and we sort of implement it by translating it into zoning ordinances and, like I said, consulting on um, and voting on like proposed projects in some cases. Um, so I, th- the fact that they had said that, I'm like, OK, so that's the proper role. So let's talk about the master plan. Um and again, like I said, I'm not I'm not trying to to criticize in, in saying this either because um, I really think that nobody has read the master plan, and I, I'm not going to pretend like I remember a lot of what I read. Um, I would need to go back, and I I suspect that there might be some things that were updated with new census data because a lot of the stuff even last year that I was reading still had like 2010 or like some kind of updated data from 2016 in some cases. I don't know what kind of in in between census data there is, but, um, some of the stuff I do remember from it though, because, um, I wanted to brush up on housing because as, as we know, always, that's a, that's a hot topic. And, um, what's really cool about the master plan is that there's like super extensive details on like demographics and population trends and things like that. Um, and, and that's the one thing that stuck with me. And this is why when we talk about, um, the differences in the towns and the future of the towns and, you know, Imperial Peterborough and things like that. I will often talk about Ringe as a potential um, future spot, like a place that might be more important than it is today down the line and where we might see some economic growth and population growth. And part of that is because what I learned in the master plan was like basically in the 20th century, at least in this up to in this, as far as the information was up to date last year, in our entire region, the only population, the only town that grew in population, period, was Ringe. All the other towns dropped by between like three to 10%, right? And Ringe grew by like 10. It wasn't even like they kind of like held steady and like grew a point. Like they like bumped up by like 10%. And um, I believe that there was um, youthful demographics in their favor as well. I believe that some of their movement was actually in gaining younger people more so than the other towns. Um, so interesting, um, interesting. And, and if you drive through range, I think we, I think we, I think we talked about this, um, maybe a couple, few weeks ago, but, um, there's developments like people are building housing and, and, and multiple multi-unit shit and stuff. Um, down there, like the kind of stuff that we don't let go on here. Um, so you can learn that sort of thing from the master plan, um, which I, I do think is interesting. Maybe we should even 
dedicate a segment on here to like every once in a while, we'll do like a, a master plan corner where we look at like one factoid that we found in the master plan. Um, not prepared to do that tonight beyond what I just said about Ringe. So I guess that counts. Um, I yeah. Guess that counts. Our first master plan corner. Our first but, master plan blurb. Back um, yeah. But again, I do want to be clear. I thought both Blair and Carl did a phenomenal job answering the tough questions. And I do not mean to sound like I'm being critical and saying that they have read it. That was one of the things that I thought was refreshingly honest that they're like, well, I don't, I, I mean, they, they, they were, they weren't even really embarrassed. They're, they're kind of like, I mean, I haven't, I don't know what's all in the master plan. Just like somebody brought up the zoning code. I think it was, um, um, Francie von Mertens, um, in the lightning round, she asked the question, she was like planning board. I'd like to talk about the code book. I want to, I just, I, she's like, I just love codes. I want to talk about, and I'm an alternate on the zoning board and, and, Francie is the chair of the conservation committee. So she is at, and sometimes speaking at a lot of these meetings. And I, I agree. I, I think she's being truthful that she loves the code. Um, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a true statement. Um, and, you know, everyone's kind of like, yeah, it's like 200 page. Like, it, but I, I actually thought Blair's answer was phenomenal. He's like, yeah. So as things come up on the planning board, I read the relevant passages and I learn them. And he's like, maybe after like 10 years, I'll have like a sixth of it. But, but as an alternate on the zoning board, I am a hundred percent right there with him that like, I think I have it over here somewhere. It's a, it is a big ass book of law of regulations. And there are one or two people on the zoning board who I think actually do know the whole code. I, I right. really, I really do suspect um, like Loretta Laurinaitis. I'll, I'll say by name. I think Loretta knows the whole book, um, but it does take a lot of years to get there. And it's not something that I, it, it, my, my brain does not work such that I can just read, read this, you know? So I'm, I'm with Blair. I have learned sections of the zoning code as cases have come before the board and I've had to read them ahead of time and to be prepared. Um, so, that's just something I think that in general, people probably don't understand a lot about like um, being a, <laughs> a low level elected official in the town on one of these committees is that oftentimes it involves these like hundreds of pages of, of documents that are, you know, helpful and good and necessary, but that almost nobody, including the people working on them really fully grasps. And um, I, I'm not even saying that as a, as either a problem or a good thing. I don't have a next step from there, but it's just something that a lot of people probably don't know. Yeah. They probably, I mean, I think a lot of people actually that's maybe that's not true. What I was about to say, which is that, because I do think that there is a lot of recognition that these people are running, you know, as volunteers, volunteers. Like that, that right. it's a lot of work. We, you know, we're putting them through the ringer. It's here. a lot of work. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of work leading up to election day. It's a lot of like scrutiny on you in these in these public fora, and then and then it's a lot of work after that if you get elected. Um, That's right. A lot and of people time, are tense, as as we know, right? People are tense, um, so it's a particularly tough time to serve on a board because people are fucking tense about everything, um, and like I'm not gonna. I'm not going to name names, but I've seen mild mannered attorneys like kind of like lose their shit um, in, <laughs> in a zoning board meeting just in the last couple months. You know what I mean? Like 
Um, yeah, you know, so. <laughs> um, well, and, and especially plan, planning and budget where it's like planning is like supposedly responsible for why we don't have any houses to live in, in Peterborough. And the budget committee is responsible for our taxes. <laughs> so it's like these, these two <laughs> boards in, or committees in particular are like tough ones to want to serve on in a time like this. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I commend the fact that um, these, that these are indeed contested races that enough people put their names in that um, there's actually a race. And I'm, I'm glad nobody ran against Bill Taylor because um, he should. St- we need him to stay on as select board. I don't, I don't see a better, you know, kind of like the next, like the, the, um, what do they say? Like, I'm, tr- I'm thinking of like when you're, you're trying to project a few years ahead for like who's going to be in the Democratic primary. You know, like you don't call yeah, them yeah, backbenchers yeah. because that's like a UK parliamentary term. Um, but you know, um, the farm system, the minor league, like, I don't know, like, I don't know who is, is really like the heir apparent right now. You know I mean? Like, um, like Bill Kennedy obviously ran a couple of times before he got on, you know, so he was, he was kind of an established person and, you know, Rich Clark ran last year and he's a budget committee guy. Um, but to be honest, and I don't, I don't say this, uh, anything against Rich. I actually voted for him. Um, no offense, Bill. I think I would vote for Bill now. Um, Bill has won me over since then, Bill Kennedy. Um, but Rich seems like a nice guy, a good, you know, responsible, fiscal conservative sort of fellow. Um, but he didn't really seem like he wanted to run for select board. Um, he didn't really do much of a campaign. His and, and it, 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 it's it, honestly, it's probably just personal strengths. But like I remember in the candidate forum. Um, Bill Kennedy had a much better presence um, than he did, than Rich did in that form. I thought his, I thought he did a good job and his answers were good, but he just didn't look that like enthusiastic or eager. And again, it's probably just a personality thing and it's not, I'm not, I'm not dissing anybody, but it didn't make me think that he is going to come back and keep running for it or try to unseat somebody, you know? I, I assumed it was just one of those like stoic, stoic Yankee things, but no, I don't, I don't think, so. don't think I don't so. think so. Well, he didn't even really make signs until the end. You know what I mean? Like mm. he just didn't. And it, you know, I, I feel like you're running against Bill Kennedy. You know, he's kind of a known political entity. Like, so if you, if you want it, if you want it, you got to run. Like you got to, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's how I see it, you know? And well, I think, got- I think he was recruited. I think people asked him to run. Well, you know, he's not, he's not running to hold his seat on the budget committee. Oh, interesting. So okay. he's off this year. So he's, he's kind of done. Yeah. So it's definitely I don't not going to Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think he's going to come along. So I don't know who our next select board, but, um, but next year, I think it's, it must be Tyler who's up um, the chair of the select board. Uh, we'll see if he decides to, that would be kind of a big deal if Tyler was to step down. Um, and, and Tyler would also be a tough guy to challenge. Um, you know, he, he did, he did slight his, his incredible lopsided victory in, it must've been 2020, um, was worse. He, he, he performed worse still. He still crushed his opponent. 
But in 2017, when I was a library trustee candidate, um, he was, I met him on election day. We stood together at the polls all day long. And um, <laughs> he won re-election that time. Like it was like n- literally like it was like 900 to 100. Like he like just demolished and his opponent was credible too. Like it wasn't like some Yahoo who didn't campaign. Like I forget her name, but like she was a real candidate. Um, and she was there at the polls all day, but like, yeah, like just demolished her. So he, he's a popular guy who, who wins his races. And, um, it'd be interesting if anybody wanted to get in the middle of that. What do you think, Sam? How are you feeling about being thrust in the middle of Peterborough politics again <laughs> against your will? I liked, uh, I like it when Bill during his talk gave the, uh, made the point that he knew he'd see every one of us there at the town meeting. And, uh, I thought I'm the only asshole here that doesn't live in the town. Live in Peterborough. Peterborough. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you we, we might still let time. you in. No, actually, we, we would still let we would still let you in. We won't give you a paddle. We won't give you a fascist zero paddle. Uh, but you can come in. And I know this because there was someone at the deliberative session who um, spoke, who um, is not a resident. But but if you want to speak as a non-resident, you have to beg permission of the moderator. Mm-hmm. It helps sir. if you have a really nice curtsy or bow. You know, you got to. Yes. Sir, sir Runyon, <laughs> may I may I address may I address the town of Peterborough? <laughs> so you can come if you want. Yeah, I could. On Wednesday, no, I know. <laughs> it's just like yeah, <laughs> I could. Put that right in. <laughs> well, Sam, I will I will commit this much to you though. When town meeting is over, we can on the pod we can take a break. From Negro no, politics, I know. I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously, obviously, we'll go over the results at some point, but we will, um, you know, we'll take a break from, um, you know, diving in this deep. Well, my thought is, ho- hopefully, someday in in your sense, we'll have people that are as interested and passionate representing every town, and there'll be more, you know, more conversation like this across the board. I think we practically have the bell tip convinced to like come on and be our our temple correspondent. You guys don't know what that means, but you will. It's one of the many (laughs) secrets of temple we carry. You will. Because I I think we've been trying to get her involved in this project for a long time. And I think I think I think we're almost there. She does listen to the program. So we're we're still wooing you, Jess. Um, we, we need a, we need, we need you as like a, a temple correspondent. Um, yeah. Um, I, I have said, I, I am the, oh, also, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> Cause I still haven't talked to you guys about, <laughs> um, let me see if I still have the document because the joke, the, the like I inserted a joke into one question. I, I played the whole thing straight. Right. Like, and I, because there are so many jokes that we could have inserted into this. But no, we were very serious and we did this. But the one joke that I completely deadpanned was um, <laughs> for the budget committee. The 15? Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. It was because I said, this is how we read it. Um, the um, Let me find it here. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> the current budget committee is divided on Article 12, which calls for $15,500 to be raised and appropriated for social media marketing via the Economic Development Authority. Some have called this the most important $15,000 in the entire town meeting. Where do you stand on this question and why? And the hilarious thing is that... <laughs> Some have called. Some have called. Loyal listeners of this podcast will know it's us. Uh, we, we we titled it. We, it was the title of an episode. It was it was when it was still thirty k, and it was the most thirty k you, you've ever you've never heard of, or something like that. But like there were like multiple candidates on stage and audience members who were just balking at this. Like who said that? Yeah. And and like Gene Deitch is in the audience from the Economic Development Authority saying is not the economic development authority. And I'm like, yep, nope, not accusing <laughs> and, you. And um, Andrew, Andrew Osterman was like, who said it? Who said it? I want to know their name. <laughs> <laughs> but I just said, I'm just like, it, it has been said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that might've been either that or like Bill Taylor and Gene Deitch yelling at each other. Um, were my favorite. Um, th those were the most, certainly the most humorous moments uh, for me in the evening. Um, so, but yeah, so I did just, just, just to describe it for those, those listeners who may not also go back and watch the whole video or who weren't there. Um, Bill was giving a, a little spiel. He started talking, he started off talking about the fire station and the, and the article about that. And he kind of, went on and then he started taking some questions and there was there he took a, a question or two right and then Jean Deitch raises her hand and is like I have a question can we move on to the budget committee <laughs> <laughs> and like but Bill doesn't miss a beat though and he's just like oh I'm sorry I was bothering you Jean I'm so surprised uh, and and like everybody's laughing Go ahead, go ahead, go. Well, everybody's laughing, you know what I mean? Like, and like, it's just like, um, and she's just like, well, it's just that we're going to talk about all of these things on Wednesday, which is true. Um, and he is, is like, parting words were like something like, um, yeah, well, I'll be sure to cut you off when you're talking on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, don't tell her, everyone. Every <laughs> Just a little, little testy, little, little testy exchange there. It was funny. Um, but yes, for those of you who were who were there in the audience who are wondering who who said it about the fifteen thousand, it was me. I said it, and <laughs> it was a joke, um, <laughs> and nobody got it. But I, I think that it's even funnier because nobody got it, um, and um, and yeah. But um, and you and, and and your prediction came true that you said you were going to do this. And you warned people that you were going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, I'm going to warn did. everybody that I'm going to do this. And they're still not going to get it when I do it. <laughs> I did say that. I did say that. <laughs> oh, so, my God. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you're right. I, I kind of forgot that I, I said it that explicitly. I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do, guys. And you're still going to get fooled. <laughs> <laughs> yes, some have said there's a rumor going around. There's, 
there's a <laughs> word on the street is um, <laughs> me- media outlets have reported. Um, <laughs> uh, but speaking of media outlets, I even have my own copy of the paper here. Um, there's a lot in this issue. Um, myself, Sam, Seth, Bill, Taylor. Let's let's start it off. Show us show us the the beautiful Bill Taylor and um, U.S. Representative Ann McLean Custer right on the front page. Just a beautiful, beautiful. Oh, oh, front page. Like, okay. Yeah, I was going right for is, the Seth shot. That's my oh favorite. yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk about Seth in a minute because that is. Um, yep. There. There we have it. It's. It's just he's. You know. He's talking about federal grants for the water main project, and she is going to get us the money. Let's hope. Um, in, this, in this image, she's certainly listening very intently to what Bill is talking with passion about. Yeah. Yep. Um, water and, and fire grants, apparently, they discussed. Nice. The, ele- the elements. Water yes. and fire. <laughs> Next year it'll be wind and earth. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. I hope they did like a ritual or something, like singing bowls or something like that. You know? <laughs> it is the year of water and fire. Actually, that is what Seth is doing in this picture. But he is like he's conjuring up the spirit of Oh my God! Yeah, Water so let's talk fire. about this. This is so. This is the same article on the other. This is by far the best picture of Seth ever to be printed in this paper. Usually, usually Ben just like edits out like awful sounding quotes from him that make him sound crazy and and puts it in bold pull quote um, text. But this time, no. This is like he's like a fucking Roman senator in this picture. Like just just like this should be his like. His profile pic, his professional picture, like he's just like, I, I say to you, citizens, this is how we manage the public works. <laughs> that he would or, never talk like that, but that or I conjure you, spirit of water. <laughs> <laughs> we are here today in the presence of the water and the fire. <laughs> May their spirit infuse our public works. <laughs> that would have been a pull quote to put in bold. <laughs> oh man. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, good good issue of the paper this time around, for sure. Um we we go um Let's see, you're you're in it, but are we allowed to talk about well, we can we can talk about the fact that I'm in it. We can't really go so okay. there was um and we could we can talk about like the facts. You know what I mean? I just can't give any opinions, I think, for thirty days, but I was involved um in a zoning board vote. Um yes. as is reported. They they my my last name, which is available like everywhere on the internet, only has one T. I appreciate the capital L. A lot of people forget the capital L, but one T, guys. One T. It's Italian, not English. I realize in English you would need two T's for that sound. In Italian, you don't need that. <laughs> um, the vowels don't work the same way. Um, I think I'm. Am I quoted? Yeah, I am. Um, yes, I. Um, 
just a little bit because um, Christy Loretto also voted against granting the variance, saying the application failed to meet several points, including not being contrary to the public interest yeah, so um, or it, within the spirit of the town zoning ordinance and that it would negatively. I actually don't think I said the spirit of the town zoning ordinance. I did not dispute that one. Um, so that's that's actually incorrect. But I did say that it, I thought um, on the property values. So these are all facts. I'm not going to state any opinions or any um, information that could affect any appeals. This was a successful vote um, for the Eco Village, even though I didn't vote for it. So uh, appeal is um, probably off the table. So I actually might be off the hook on this one. Um, I think it's typically if we deny it, um, but it might just be all decisions. So I'm not really going to go into it, but. Yes, as a as a you know, we talked earlier about being on these boards or whatever, and I I am an alternate after um of course I lost my race last year. Um but but I was I had already signed up even before I ran um to be uh, an alternate on the board. And so I, you know, as an alternate, you you really you have to kind of show up to every meeting and we, the way that it has shaken out so far, it's been a year now um on the board. Um is that the only remotely controversial cases that we've had, other people have had to recuse themselves, so I have had to serve on them. So anytime anything serious that anybody might get mad about, you have alternates on the board because the other people, somewhat, at least one, if not more, of the other regular members know somebody involved or has a conflict of interest in some way and has to recuse themselves. So it's been very interesting. I am unelected and um, I am voting on these um, very important things. And just just to clarify, we, we haven't talked about this. So all of my information is from this newspaper article. So it's this. I'll summarize it so we can be 100% yeah. above board. Um, 100%. This is about the Eco Village and they... They applied for a variance to keep 10 structures within the wetlands buffer, and that was granted. So, they said I did not vote for it. And that's all I can say. As, as didn't vote yes. for it. But, but the people who did say in the paper that they felt like it would be worse for the wetland to take them out, go in and bother, bother everything again. This is what I, know. I have. I have thoughts about that that I will not say. I assume you're right. We talk about it next month. Mm -hmm. We actually should. We should be able to. We can't talk about the Rod and Gun Club because that's still going on. But um, we uh, we we should be able to talk about the um, the Eco Village because there there will be no appeal. All right. What else? What else in the paper? Um, Do we, we want to talk about, about Sam? Sam in the paper? Oh yeah, Sam's got sure. an ad. Yep, let's let's show the ad. <laughs> what page is it on? I still one. haven't found it. Who the hell is it? Oh no, now I've lost it too. What the f? Here we go. Sam's got an ad for a nice house, right? Right next to the park, Peterborough. Nice. There it yeah, is. It's there. Open house. I think <laughs> we'll have missed it by the time this episode comes out. Yep. Uh, almost. Well. 
probably be sold. It may be, yeah. But I'll still be here, God willing, you know? So <laughs> give, give me a call. Give me another <laughs> house. <laughs> yep. Or a home, since you, you sell homes. A home, it's true. Yeah, even better, you know? Prefer- preferential to a cold, empty house, you know? Nobody wants a house. Um, they did... Um, we should just at least mention that they have um, their political coverage in this issue. Um, they have their candidate profiles. I will say, if I may be permitted to compare them to our candidate profiles, we, unconstrained by the bounds of print, um, have given uh, the candidates uh, no word count limit, really. So uh, we are able to what we're able to get from them though, is much more comprehensive answers. Um, so sorry, just had to say that because this is really, these are really short. These are, these are, it's really hard. Um, Is it it rude to also point out that we asked them different questions, much more comprehensive questions. We totally (laughs) did. Yeah. I mean, these like all, all they said, yeah. I mean, their questions were (laughs) position sought age, which, do we need age. to age? Isn't that a little questionable? The eight, like age, race, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of, yeah, it, it kind of is. It's like, get, like, what's your full census data? You know, like, what do you put, like, you know, like, how do you, I don't know. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Um, but we do know how old everyone is now. Um, and, um, but yeah, it's, it's nice. And, um, we are still waiting on, on responses from a couple of these, um, candidates, but, um, it is, you know, something I'll mention too, though, is just, just the fact that we have, um, we, and this is, this doesn't sound like much to anybody who's outside of town, but we do have one, two, three, four, four candidates in these two contested races are under the age of 50. Which is actually amazing in Peterborough. That's there because yeah. there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, yeah, that's wow. What the fuck? That's four out of the seven are under fifty. That's kind of awesome, actually, because um, yeah. that never happens. Um, and then well, actually, even um, Blair and Leslie are in in their fifties, um, and there's only one person over the age of sixty um, who is running for these offices, which again, I don't mean to be ageist, but like people, but in all sincerity, anyone listening to this will know because you've heard it because people say it everywhere. We need more young people in Peterborough. We need more young people stepping up. They got to step up for the old generation and all this stuff. We hear it again and again and again. This to me seems like evidence that it's actually turning over. It's evolving into that. And, Um, and notably, I, I think it was when all the other towns had their town meeting way back when, like early March or yeah, something right. when they published the those day. candidate profiles, it was notably like quite old. Like mm-hmm. I remember, you know, I didn't read them in depth because it was like, Oh, we kind of missed the boat here. You know, don't too late to get in on those town meetings. But I remember seeing that they were a lot of them were in their sixties and seventies. So it is, it is notable. Yeah. Um, I think that's really great actually. And I think that, I think that even the, the old, folks would absolutely agree with me 
on this and they will not think that I'm being insulting. Um, but yeah. Um, so speaking of, of young people, um, and as a little transitionary thing here, um, so we, we know because now we wouldn't ask people their age, honestly, but at, at our publication, but, um, River, as we can see, a River Marmerstein who's running for budget committee is, is only, tw- who was there tonight, um, uh, is only 24 years old. And one of the themes that came up several times tonight is that, like, we all, the town, I think, at least everybody present, but I, I like to think that by proxy, we can extend it to the whole town. We all want River to find someone nice to settle down with. And because and, that's what he, that's what he wants is to, to, to settle down. Um, with somebody nice in a house in Peterborough and he doesn't want to have kids for a while. He maybe even doesn't want to settle down for a while, but he wants to be able to. And he, we all he has want the that house. He has the, oh, house. he has the house. Did I miss that? Oh, I missed that. No, he really He's got does. a dog and a cat. He got a so, smoking oh, okay. deal on the house too, by the way. Sam looked it up. Oh, really? Sam sells homes after all. So, and he's, wait, wait, wait. you <laughs> he looked made... him up with the sweet home. Uh, nice. Yeah. Well, I looked him up since we've been sitting here. You know? oh, I thought you said hooked him up. No, no, no. I didn't hook him up. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. I, was, I was, I was like, wow, Sam, really? You, no. you like hooked him up with the sweet house? Sorry, guys. Um, no, he got the 2020. He got a smoking deal on a house. I looked it up. Looked with an L. But uh, not only did he buy, but he bought favorably, not that long ago, in Peterborough. Good for him. Yeah, good for I him. I mean, he's, very, he's seen, very he's, favorably. He is a. Uh, um, I I think I, I like his um, ambition and his hunger. And, um, I, I think he's an impressive kid. That's going to like do some shit. Um, and I hope we can keep him and I hope he finds love. And in the meantime, this, this brings us back to our theme about the hot singles who have no dog park. And I, I, I don't know. I, I was married before Tinder, right? But I can just imagine being on Tinder in Peterborough, and that just, I don't know, that must be terrible. It is. Um, I've done it. I've been there before. It's not a, not a place you want to be. It Tinder, doesn't seem Tinder, like a place. Not really a place you want to be anyway, especially as a man, I would argue, but, you know, not a... Not That's a, because just, me and you aren't over six feet tall. That perhaps is true. Yeah, but it's just you know? it's, it's that, yeah. <laughs> we, just get, we just get swiped out of, the, of competition. <laughs> Um, I'm glad I grew up I at mean, a time when short guys could still get laid. I'm, like, I'm, I don't I'm, know. Like, on Tinder, I'm six five and two twenty. You know, so it's not, yeah. it's not that's right. not really the issue. You know, but no, in Peterborough, it's in Peterborough. You're like, oh my god, I know them. Oh, I know them. You know, it's like it's you know, yep. it's tough, tough area. Mm, that's exactly what I would imagine. So we know how hard it is out there, and we know that not a lot of people are checking the Craigslist missed connections. So we want to amplify the voices of the lonely souls of this region that they may have a better chance of finding someone that, you know, can make this life a little bit easier, you know, make their burden a little bit lighter, Um, you know, to be a partner in a, in a difficult world. Um, So what do you say guys? Let's, uh, what, what do we got in here? We, we were looking at this blind, everybody. We didn't pre-select any of these. Right. I'm going to go for uh, the grocery store. We'll see if this is the same grocery store. Woman at Hannaford in Plymouth. It's a bit of a 
drive, but. You were behind me in line looking at the candy and mentioned that you should stay away from it, but it was good. And I commented back regarding how dangerously good the chocolate-covered Rice Krispie bars in the bin around the corner would be. You said you missed those. Wanted to tell you you had a great smile, and I would love to see it again. Thought we kind of had a connection. Damn, classic. That's, that's a good like one. A, that's a textbook misconnection yeah. right there. That's really... It really I mean, like, that's a, like, that was a real misconnection. Like, Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. yeah. Hope you find your Hannaford woman. Yeah. Yeah, that was treats together or whatever. Yeah, legit, legit. That that's yeah, that's that's for real. That's for real. Oh, we got to be careful not to go back too far because we've already read some of these. That's yeah, that's correct. So we haven't done this in a couple of weeks, but um, yeah, anything. It's not um, that active. (laughs) It's not that active. That's the thing. Yeah, Yeah. that's the thing. I mean, it's active. Did we do? Did we do Rock River in Brattleboro? I don't think so. Yeah. No. So rock river in Brattleboro, this is one of the closest things to us, I guess. Well, sort of, um, I meet you <laughs> sick. Um, this is what it says. <laughs> I meet you sick at rock river on Friday and we had a blast. You liked my shoes. I know it's a long shot, but hopefully you see this. If you liked his shoes at rock river, Reach out to, well, I guess go to the post. Um, <laughs> go to Miss. Go to Miss. I'm like, reach out to us. Like, we don't know this guy. Craigslist knows this guy. Go to Craigslist. Miss Connections for New Hampshire, and you will you will see this, and you can contact this man. I, I say man. Actually, I don't know if it was a man. Um, yeah, there's no. I'm sorry. There's no gender in this at all. It. <clears throat> I have a hard time picturing a woman saying, "I meet you at Rock River." You know, like, I don't know, maybe that's why I assume it's a dude. Um, I'm being, yeah. um, this is Missandry here, but um, when, when I read something like that, I'm like, that's a dude typing that. Um, but I can't, yeah. I always I assume that they're all dudes, actually. Yeah, well, it's the assumption. <laughs> You're there probably you go. right. There you go, though. You know? <laughs> We're helping these dudes out. You got one, Sam? Yeah, I, I, of course. You know, of course I do. All right, so I'll go with High Street AJ's lady. AJ's or AJS? I don't know. It's in Summersworth, okay. New Hampshire, Mass. Seacoast. Really. It's, 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 Se- it's Seacoast. Seacoast. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's you say so. All right, so here goes. Ready? Yo, baby, yo. Damn. See so you walking to AJ's. You are one fine woman. I would love to buy you a coffee. Reply here, or I'll wait to see you again at AJ's. You're beautiful. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, I wish that dude well. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I wish that dude well. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one's titled, Well-Known Vape Shop, Downtown Nashua. This is a good one. Oh, I like this one. I have this up on my screen right now. Yeah. <laughs> You work at a well-known vape shop I go to in downtown Nashua. Every time I go in there, we both can't get the smiles off our face. I was in there two weeks ago. I got a 100 mil of killer custard. We had some words. You rung me up. We always seem to want to chat more, but I haven't even asked you you, you our name yet. I'm wondering what your name is. I think you are gorgeous. When you're there, I get all nervous, LOL. Wish I knew your name. 
I do have some advice for this guy, which is like maybe ask her. <laughs> and also, Just like, talk to her. Can't do it. Uh, well, know. You know, like, so I, I will say this in 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 Craigslist post writer's defense is that like there is what I would consider an unfortunate trend in today's discourse which says that what you just advised him to do is very wrong and like harassy and you should never flirt with somebody who is like working behind a counter because they're at their job and they're like captives and like, they're not there to fucking flirt with you. So, um, which, all right, I'm not a woman. Okay, so I can't speak from a woman's perspective. I can speak from like a retail, a former, you know, I worked a bunch of retail in life. And let me tell you, like we behind the counter, at least me, wanted to be flirted with behind the counter because because I'm captive. Because I'm captive, fucking flirt with me. They're making me run this goddamn register. I can't sit down. This is boring as shit. If like, if you guys walk away, like I can't even just stand here. I have to go and like fiddle with some shelves to keep busy because retail work blows. So yeah, like I, I always wanted to be flirted with. Um, I mean, don't be crude, you know, don't, don't say anything perverted, you know, like, uh, you know, there's a time and a place like um, for whatever, but uh, you know, I, I, but, but yes, that is considered like an affront, like to some people, I don't think to actually, Good-looking retail workers. I think that good-looking people oftentimes enjoy the attention, frankly, as long as you're not a creep about it. I don't know. Like, there's a, like aren't there, like, vibes and stuff? Like, right, right, right. I think there's vibes. Not flirting back, you know, maybe leave her alone. But if you're having, yeah. like, smiles and eye contact and, like, whatever, I don't know. I don't know. But this this fellow... Like if I, she I, if she if she hates it and doesn't want to talk to you or whatever, she's just gonna be like, I have a boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like that's all <laughs> that's how that's like the customary, like the cultural tradition in the in that ritual, you know, is that like, you know, she'll she'll just cut you off and be like, uh-huh, I have a boyfriend, you know, like whether she does or not. And and but it'll work it usually works, you know. Like he might make a remark about like I could do you better, girl. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, call me up if you ever get unhappy with your man, you know? But but other than that, like, that's kind of oftentimes the end of that conversation, you know? Um, it's probably not a crisis or an assault or like a... I do think it's funny that he's, like, keeping the name of the well-known vape shop a secret. It's secret. Like, like, he can't say... Yeah. He doesn't want to let the other guys names. know. That's right. That's what I mean. I think that's because of the guys. No, you're right. That's because (laughs) the guys reading this. That's correct. No, I really think that's true. And he's probably also thinking like, what if she has a boyfriend who sees this and he would know what store she works at, you know, and, um, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, it's uh, that anonymity. Yeah. Right. And cut his head off. Yeah. Right. That's what happens. It's very complex to be a man in this situation. This is off topic, though. But this is off topic, though. But, you know, um, 
we're making Armando Baron jokes here. Um, <laughs> but I have driven, I actually was at the Cathedral of the Pines earlier today. And like, I could be mistaken, right? But I've driven past it a couple times now. And I'm pretty sure it's true. It appears that Annette State Park has been like leveled. Like they've cleared out all the trees. There's no sign on it anymore. And it's like, I feel like they're, which I approve of because I'm never going to that fucking state park because the dude was beheaded there. I think that's next to it. I think, I think oh, that okay. there's like, yeah, there's like the state park entrance with the sign, but then there's like the lot next to it that's had all the trees cut down. All right. Well, I hope that the trees cutting down like purges the land of that bad shit. And hope, hope to God, nobody on misconnections ends up like this. Seriously. That would be tra- That would be terrible. It's like all kinds of people get murdered in New Hampshire, though, right? Northern New That's Hampshire. That's true. There are deaths. There yeah. are deaths. Yeah, Some people claim serial killer. I don't believe it. But the but the because well, because here's the thing: it's the couple in Concord who were shot to death walking along power lines, and like the FBI is involved. And the truly, the investigators seem to have. Like no fucking clue. Like I mean, they're that's, asking that's just murder. for like public help. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tra- yeah. Shot. He shot to death. Yeah. Um, the rest of these deaths are like so and so found in the river. Like so and so found in the river. I mean. Yeah, but like they're. But like, all right. So I went down this rabbit hole one time. If you ever look up the smiley face killer, and it does, it gives you goosebumps and stuff to read about it. But it's this idea because there's all these young dudes, and they're. 20s mostly and early 30s who end up dead in like Boston Harbor or like you know the Charles or whatever and there's some stories associated with this that are genuinely creepy if true if true right and I was freaked out when I first read these but then as time goes on you know you read the counter arguments and you're just like well no I mean like these are all dudes who were like leaving a bar by water and like it actually being drunk and falling in the water and drowning is like a super common way to die. Like it's like a, for like a young person, like it's an accident. You're drunk. It's, you know, if it's the Harbor, it's actually ocean water. You might not be able to grab onto something like you. It's pretty easy to kind of croak that way in, in, in an honest way. So, so that's always in the back of my mind when we talk about people found in rivers is it's like, well, rivers are where people drown. You know, and and none of the they all seem to be drownings. They don't seem to be like bodies dumped in the river. They're mm. people who drowned. So and people are suggesting it's a serial killer because they have the river in common. You know, mostly just because all of these things are coming out at the same time. They're they're oh. finding a lot of dead people all at once. There's there's no real reason to uh, consider them connected. You know what I mean? If there were other like couples being shot in the woods, like the couple in Concord, I would be a little bit more inclined to believe that there could be a killer, you know, but they're not, nobody else is getting shot. It's, it's just this one couple, but like, it's, it is a little freaky because like, if they have like enemies or something like, or some reason that somebody would kill them, they don't seem to know it, you know? Um, I believe they were an interracial couple, they were. but I also think that if there was a racial, ang- like no one's suggesting a racial angle here. So like there doesn't seem t- to be any reason that anybody's thinking right now that this was like a racist trying to like fight miscegenation, which would be awful if that was the case. But there's no evidence of that. There's no evidence of anything. And they're like, the last I saw, I think was today, like they're like begging the public for like, 
any dash cam footage they might have, like any, anything, anybody who might've been anywhere near there um, to like, just like cough up any footage that they have. Um, but it's, it's a terrible thing. I feel bad. I, I, I don't know. I hope they, I hope they catch the killer, but they, yeah, they've brought the FBI in on it. Feds are coming in. Um, but yeah, let's hope no misconnections yeah. end up like this. This took a dark turn with this. We it want really, love. We really want did. love. <laughs> we want love without Tinder or dog parks. Um, or murder. And, or, or murder. Or in the dog park. <laughs> there were two. Yes. It was like a trail, like a like a walking. I don't think it was like some remote place out in the woods. It was like fucking conquered. <laughs> you want to you know? keep going. You want to keep going down this path, huh, Sam? Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Do we have uh, any other connections? Any any more love? You guys both had that vape shop one open too, huh? We did. Yeah, yeah. totally. What's this hip hop at Grotto? Dancing at the Grotto tonight, looking for a mature lady dance partner. That's that's not a that's a hoping for a connection. That's, that's not, that not a misconnection. Yeah, right, 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 right. And then there's the death metal band. Did you see that? Didn't see the death metal band either. It's right in there. Yeah, where'd it go? Death metal band needs guitarist. Like what? Oh. It's, and they're oh. literally just trying to solicit a guitarist for a death metal band. Don't need to quit your day job um, or anything. Okay, you have I one? do want. Can I mention the Manchester one though? Yeah, let's hear it. Because this is, it. is this is it's very simple, um, but it's a true. It is a true basic misconnection, and Manchester's close enough, um, and so this is. Gorgeous. It's titled Gorgeous Woman on Elm Street Early Evening. Mm -hmm. And Elm Street, for those of you who don't know, is kind of the main drag of mm -hmm. Manchester. Um, I saw you tonight. And this is from, um, so this is posted a day ago. So this is from yesterday. So if anybody was, yeah, it was raining, right? Wasn't it? Mm -hmm. No, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was raining yesterday. Yeah. So on the 4th of May, May 4th, I'm not getting into Star Wars. If you were on Manchester, Elm Street, um, I saw you tonight with your umbrella. We both smiled at each other, and you continued on Elm Street. You were stunning, dot, 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 which is nice. Doesn't go too far. Isn't yeah. too weird. Um, there, was, there was a smile between them, so um, there oh, was at least some, some chemistry potential. Um, yeah, that one's almost like a little poem. Holy shit. You know what I just found? What? I don't think we read this last time. I don't think I mean this is an old one. It's a month ago. But I don't think we read it. Ready? Ready. <laughs> Market so ready. Market basket, Bedford. We talk for a while when we walk out of the store. You have great sense of humor. What did we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> is that our guy? It's the That's guy. our guy. What are we even shopping shit. for? I love this dude. Holy this is just, shit. I, I want. I want. I want this guy to find love. Which one? Which one was this one? It's uh, Market Basket Bedford. A month ago. Oh. Okay. Posted wow. about a month ago. Yeah. So not the Summersworth Market Basket, which goes, "I am a male and you are a female." We looked at each other and smiled. You are very beautiful and sexy. 
would love to talk with you. Send me a message. Is that Brent Isle? Nice. Oh, no. If, only, if only he had said, what were we even smiling about? <laughs> Might have gotten somewhere. <laughs> uh, so much mislove at the grocery store. I feel mm-hmm. like there's got to be a solution for this. I know. Well, yeah, I, I almost like, I really do wonder if people are like too, if they're like not willing to approach someone anymore. You know? Uh, I mean, I think a lot of people are, but a lot of people aren't, you know? I don't know if it's ever been anything other than that, though. These are the people that aren't. Right. You know what I mean? And these are like the ones that are conscious of the fact that they're not, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people just don't and feel sorry about it. These people are like, no, I need to talk to that person, you know, even though they hopefully know they aren't going to this way. So I think if they, what's the solution, the solution is to hang out at grocery stores, live stream and ask people as they're leaving people that we suspect <laughs> may be the kind of people that just missed the connection. Is there anybody hot in there? Did you, did you, did you, just, did you miss a connection? And if so, yeah, can yeah, we help yeah. you make it before it's too late? Get back in there. <laughs> ask her her name. You we'll find out what the fuck she was Connect shopping them. for, okay? Connect them up live. We should, we should go to these places. We'll go to a well-known vape shop in Nashua. And we'll find her. Yeah, and, and I, we'll say, I will say this. You're her. Because I, um, I currently, although perhaps not for much longer, work in Nashua on Amherst Street, and there's like eight or nine vape shops just on that stretch, and then there's like a few more down on Daniel Webster Highway. So, like, actually, like saying well-known vape shop is truly an anonymous statement in Nashua because there are a fuck ton of um, vape shops. Well, your mission is clear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we yeah, we gotta find them. If we can if we can rate the best pizzas in the Madoc region, we can find the cute girl at the vape shop and go in and be like, Who's this guy with the smile? You know somebody's looking for you? That's what we can say. <laughs> Do you know yes, this I know person? I, I know a guy. Well, actually, I don't know him. I know, but there's a guy on the internet who would really love to meet you. Anonymous guy, but yeah. <laughs> he thinks you're hot. He's been in the store before. I don't know which one he is. He said that you all couldn't get the smiles off your face, and uh, this is what he this is what he said here. We're trying to pa- pair this man up again. Possible. We don't know connection. that it's actually possible. a man. We assume. We assume. Probably a man. Yep. Probably Although he did man. not write, I am a male and you are a female. True. So. <laughs> <laughs> Does remain although, although, you know, now that that's funny. That's so funny that you say that, though, because, like, when you read that, like, I'm a male and you were a female, that sounded so weird, you know? <laughs> but now that I'm thinking about it in the context of the fact that, like, none of these people actually say their gender, what they look like or anything like identifying themselves. And so I guess in a sense, it actually is like weird as it sounds. 
it is kind of good to say, uh, you know, it, it it makes it more likely that you can make the connection again because the, the person reading it is like, ah, yes, I am a female and you are a male. Okay, I'm not disqualified from this. You know what I mean? And they read on, you know, like, yeah. because if I'm reading misconnect, if I'm looking for a misconnection and it's like you are a female, like I'm probably going to stop reading it, right? Like if it's if it's me, right? But this way, you tell people up front. So all right, so I laughed at that guy, but um, uh. Maybe I shouldn't have because he actually yeah. what he's doing actually makes sense. I just think it's awkward when people say male and female. I don't know. Male and female just sounds unnatural to me. I I am a male. You are. Right. It's just somewhat robotic phrasing. Yes, it, it does. It sounds it sounds mechanical. Um, can Maybe. I can I read one last one? Well, yeah. I know oh, we're like, all right. This is titled I-93 Southbound. Nice. You were a stunning older woman that was giving me the eye on our drive south this weekend. I was going a bit fast, but I had to slow down to get another look. Outstanding. Wish I scrambled for a marker to get you my number. I know you were interested. Damn. Too bad. Wow. Yeah. I kind of love that one. Yeah. I, I, I do think like that, that one. That's the, that's the pick of the week right there. That's really the misconnection of the week is really the people is. on 93. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the whole thing really does harken back to a simpler time though like when people did actually like potentially i think still probably not that often but like there was this possibility that you could have a connection with a stranger somewhere that could you know turn into something meaningful and i do i think that that's unpopular now but there's something a little bit magical about that isn't there yeah i i think so i yeah I like I like the romance of that one, even if they never find each other. I, yeah, I of course. Like yeah, no, I like it that um, he remembered that moment, and um, yeah. So there we go. I hope it comes together. But listen, this episode is going to come out on town meeting day. We will see you all down at the polls. Uh, we're going to be live broadcasting. We're going to be the first ones to bring you the results. Um, we're going to be at the deliberate, the, um, the, not the deliberate reception, the open session on Wednesday night uh, after this episode comes out. And um, then we probably won't, it might, might be another couple of weeks before we do this because I'm actually going to be away um, in Arkansas. It'll be a little bit difficult for me to record. Um, so probably wait till I come back. So it might be, might be a little hiatus, but that's okay. I think we all need a break after town meeting. We'll come back, we'll discuss the results, and then we'll take a break from Peterborough politics for a while. Focus only on love and Facebook pages and things. We'll get the bell tip in here. Um, the future is bright, guys. We're going to do a camera contest. Um, man, fun stuff. Check out all the links that we put in the show notes. There's good stuff in there, especially if you don't know how you're going to vote in town meeting. Um, and, of course, you know, He's got one day home. He's traveling for like a week and then he's home on Monday and then he's traveling for another week. And our sound lord, Chad Patterson of Studio117.net and Down by 10, the band, is still going to mix this up for us and get it, get it back to us because that is the kind of dude he is. And uh, we really appreciate that. But check him out if you need. We would we 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 had some sound questions about the parlay tonight, and I truly I was a when when certain options fell through, I was about to hit up studio one one seven dot net myself. Say, chat, bro, I know you got it covered. Can you please bring like an amp and a couple of mics down 
to the library on Thursday. But before I could ask him, and everything turned out fine, by the way, but before I could ask him, he was like, by the way, I'm traveling a lot. And this is the window that I have for editing. And I was like, all right, well, we better get him the episode within that window. And we can't ask him for any equipment right now either. Um, but that should just go as a personal endorsement that I was about to call the guy myself um, for more than just podcast editing for the, you know, the full thing. Down by 10, they have gigs like every couple of weeks now. They're actually like filling up for like the next like three or four months. It's crazy. Um, so if you want whatever kind of rock you want at your event or party or town meeting um, or night market or whatever, you better give them a call now or else you're going to be looking at 2023. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, thank you guys. Uh, thank you for everyone who participated in both the Peterborough Parlay as well as uh, town meeting itself. It's been a wild ride. I'm happy to do it all with you. We'll publish some kind of write-up um, that like you know, gives like a Thompson-esque um, overview of, um, you know, like fear and loathing in our town, you know, or something like that. And, um, we'll put that out. Uh, but until you read that, until you see us again, until everything shakes out and the dust settles, the only thing to do is to take good advice. See you back in the space lounge next time. Thank you very much. Have a great night.